excited to be back. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while, guys, since I've come through with a podcast. Lots of things have happened. I've gotten engaged. I'm always ready to graduate from grad school. Life is happening. It's happening. But I'm so excited to be here with season two. I'm calling it season two of Queen Conversations. And I have an amazing group of women that I'm going to be talking to today. I'm going to introduce shortly. But as always, I need you to invite somebody to listen to this podcast, to share this broadcast. Listen, um, I have an amazing conversation today with uh, amazing women as always. So I'm super excited uh, about this group that I'm talking to today. Um, they come to us from the DMV area. Uh, this group of women uh, have a mission. Um, their mission is to ensure that through uh, public charity, that they're serving all women over the world, around the world, helping them define services, advocate for common causes through seminars and projects. I want y'all to give a warm welcome to Queen Conversations to a tribe called Queens. So glad to have Lou, Justina, Erica, and Georgette, formerly and officially known as the tribe called Queen. So ladies, welcome to Queen Conversations. I'm so glad to have each of you here with me. As every episode, I got to start with a little fun be before we dive into it, before we dive into it. So um, I need Erica and Georgia to come off mute because we have something to talk about. So I want to ask you guys some questions and you got to give it to me straight. You got to give it to me straight. Okay. So I want to know, because you all are longtime friends. I want to know who's most likely to skydive? Probably me. <laughs> answer once. Probably, Probably. you. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Who's who's most likely to end up on the New York's New York bestseller list? Me. <laughs> <laughs> this is personal. Who is most likely to cook a good pot of oxtails on a random front humble for no reason? <laughs> that would be me. And me. And Lou. Okay, now I got yes. somebody else to visit. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Who is most likely to end up on Dr. Phil? Oh, no. What? That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, I I don't know about that, but may I I I'm probably like half and half on that. <laughs> Depends oh, on the straight up now. You should have said Ayana. I know so yes, but not Dr. Phil. <laughs> That's so funny. Who is most likely to drink more than one cup of coffee a day? 
Nope. Is this the tea crew? Oh, that's you. I just had my second cup. So, yes. <laughs> no. No. That is hilarious. That me. Who is who is most likely to go on a random glamping trip? Lou. Lou <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So thank you so much, ladies, for playing along. Um, I want to give each of you an opportunity to introduce yourselves. And I want to talk about the formation of a tribe called Queens. So, Lou, let's start with you. Hi. <laughs> My name is Luana Hodges, um, a.k.a. Lou. I am the treasurer for a tribe called Queens. Um, I'm also the CEO of YBC, that's Youth Building Conversation a youth um, and adult platform where we come on and just talk about what that person have going on in their space, in their world. Um, these are my girlfriends. We've been friends for a while. We might, I might give our age, but many years, many years. <laughs> don't tell um, them. <laughs> I'm 51. I don't know if I'm 51. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Tribe Called Queens all about sisterhood and it started with this group and a couple of others um, that's not here in our group, but they're outside of our group. Um, but yeah, just amazing group of women to be around, powerful women to be around. And I'm just excited that I'm part of the Tribe Called Queens. That's amazing. Erica. Yes, introduce yourself. Okay, I'm Erica Lauren. I am the administrator of the group, um, the paper pusher. I am also um, the owner and proprietor of L. Davis Design, which is an interior design studio here in the DMV, but I service worldwide customers through my e-design program. I'm also the nonprofit uh, founder of Heart of Louise, which I run with my daughter, Corinne. It's an autism advocacy program, and we find services for and programs for um, individuals with dis disabilities that are not necessarily Autism is our autism spectrum disorders our focus, but we also find services for those um, in any range of um, disabilities or indifferences. And that's me, Justina. Hey, hey, I'm Justina. I am the vice president of this amazing group of go getters. Um, Right now, I don't do anything on the side other than momming. That's my whole job right now. That's, that's the whole um, job. With a little bit of crafting on the side. And eventually, I will get into, you know, having a business with that. But right now, the kids are the focus, you know, aside from my regular nine to five. Awesome. Last but not least, Georgette. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Georgette Little John, a.k.a. The Preaker. I am the president of this amazing, awesome organization, and I just love everything about it, everything that it stands for. When I am not uh, tribing and queening with my ladies, I am the CEO, creator, founder of GCL Enterprises, which right now houses two companies, Prayer Tours, all about prayer. Prayer has been at the foundation premise of everything that I do. And so I am super excited for that. And I also have Ignite Her Country Club, which is an extension as well, all about serving and mentoring women entrepreneurs who are looking to birth that vision, that dream that is inside of their belly. And so I'm super excited to be here and just thank you, thank you, thank you for 
allowing us to share your wonderful, awesome platform. No problem. I'm so glad to have you all. So, Georgette, I want to start with you uh, in, on the lines of what what prompted you to form a tribe called Queens? And I love the play on the name, a tribe called Queens. Somebody along the line must have been a hip hop head. Oh, definitely. I think we all hip hop heads. Like, <laughs> I mean, they laugh at me because. I don't listen to anything past 19. Like, I'm stuck in the Biggie, Tupac, like, Tribe yes. Like, that's where I'm at. I mean, Tribe Called Quest, like, that's where I am. That's where I'm stuck. And so, but I have to say, I did not come up with the name that was Erica and Justina. But it was just so fitting because, like, I love hip hop. I mean, I'm a 70. I grew up in the 80s. You know, I'm 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 almost 52. I don't have no problem telling my age. So, um, yes, um, just you know, I had a vision um, conversation with God, and we went away for lose weekend for her birthday. We always travel for each other's birthdays. That's like something that we just do and. This thing had just been on my heart, like on my mind, on my heart. I had written it down. I'm a, I'm a big journaler. I'm a big writer. And so it was just a vision that came. We went away and I was like, hey, ladies, like this is what's been on my heart. This is what's been on my mind. This is what God has showed me to be able to create a community and a space for women where we are highlighting that we are queens. Like I was just throwing around different words. And so we stayed in that whole weekend, like just going over what we thought that this would be, what it could be. And I was just sharing with them the visions and some of the things that God has shown me to do. Like the first event that we had was get your life. And that was something that was really heavy on me because as women, we don't get to rest. Like some of us, some women own in their own homes don't even get to rest. Like in this event was about just bringing women together. And we had like different rooms and we had a room where you could literally sleep. Like if you wanted to come to this event and sleep, like that's what you could do. And so just the different conversations and different things. And it just evolved into us, like we said, brainstorming that whole weekend and just hashing stuff out and Erica and Justina as we were just talking and sitting around the table. We were like, try, you know, we're a tribe, like we're queens and this, and it just all came together. I don't know who said it, but I know it was the two of them. I don't know how they just pulled it together. And it was like a tribe called Queens. And we were like, oh, yes, that's it. And so it was just birthed out of that, that girlfriend birthday weekend. And it's just been amazing ever since. So it sounds like it was really organic, but then also you all are friends. And I want to talk about uh, some of the, some of the, what, some of the things that society pushes at us in terms of um, our sister friends or other women and uh, some of the things that society pushes at us to say or suggest that women can't be friends. Like I know you all have encountered that one woman that says, I don't get along with other women. Like I'm just cool with guys. You know, you heard that from, from high school, from elementary school, all the way up to now. Um, I want to talk about that, but I also, and anybody's free to chime in whenever, but I also want to talk about um, the value that comes from true sisterhood. 
So anybody chime in on it. Have you heard it? Have you heard it? Women can't be friends or women are too competitive to be friends or have you heard it? And, and, and uh, what are your thoughts concerning it? That used to be me. That used to be you, Lou. And I was in high school. Really? And tell me why. Yeah, I, my, my circle was always small. And I had a lot of male friends. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of girls back then, they were messy. So mm -hmm. I don't deal in mess. So I hung out. I hung around a lot of guys and had maybe four good girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as I got older, yeah, God just bought, expanded yes. my friend base. That's great. So I, used to be, I used to be one of those. You used to be one of the girls. Uh, yeah, I don't want no, I don't want too many women friends. But even now, I have a, I still have certain circles, mm -hmm. but we're not that many. Mm -hmm. You know, so I still have a group of circles that's not that many. I don't have a whole I don't think I don't think as women we need a whole yeah of friends. You just need some good friends. Quality over some quality, quality friends that's really yes. Our true friends, and when I call somebody my friend, it really means something. Yeah, I'm going to be good to you. I expect you to be good to me. And down the years, some I had to, some friends I had to let go. Yeah, I still love them. If they call me, I'm there. But just some people I had to let out my circle because right. I'm trying to get to a certain place in my life. Right, can't go. Yes, when you evolve, Lou, I, I I feel it. When you evolve, sometimes people just hey, they drop off. Absolutely. So, we, so go ahead. I'm I'm listening. I'm sorry, we've each heard in the group since we've started a tribe called Queens, and they'll come and ask us how we we are so close, or you know how we get along so well. And it started off as a friendship first before anything else, and we still return to that. So we always keep that as the forefront. And we all just get along. We are just grown women. We mm -hmm. are all grown women stuff. So it's like none of that um, will come into play. And if it does, we we know how to counterattack that. Mm -hmm. But nothing is too serious that we haven't been able to discuss or get, work through. So it is truly a sisterhood. And I think, um, I don't know if it, I think I'm the, no, I'm not the only one with, am I, I'm the only one with, I think multiple, no, I'm not the only one with multiple sisters. We all have multiple sisters, but it, oh, well, no, not Lou and Justina, sorry. But I think we're just collectively <laughs> coming together and just showing what we know. So that's good, Erica. So I heard friendship as the foundation, right? Mm -hmm. And I heard the maturity level to have the tough conversations amongst friends and sisters. And I have learned through my experience, and this is not about me, it's about y'all, but I have learned through experience that not everybody can endure those really solid, hard conversations, right? Like where I am challenging you to be a mature sister and friend in the moment, right? And that does not always entail me being your yes person. Sometimes that's me telling you, girlfriend, that's not hot. Like, that's a mess. Don't be a mess. Do something different, right? So I, I love that because I think we all really need that at the end of the day. So I, I want to talk about the heart that you all have for charity. Each of you have almost a specific focus on what it is that you have um, relative more than likely to something that directly impacts you. Um, Erica, if you would speak to a heart, uh, for Louise, I, I really, I, I know Erica personally and absolutely love, 
um, her children and 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 the ways that she empowers her children um, with their individual personalities and challenges and opportunities. But I do want to talk about your charity to start with. Well, the Heart of Louise stated earlier is a autism advocacy organization, and it wasn't something that I ran into or I even wanted to. I cannot. I'm going to say this honestly. Um, it wasn't something that I was looking to do on my own. Um, it was something that I know I wanted to be of service to someone else. Although I had resources and I had organizations that I could find fairly quickly, I know how difficult it was still. I remember emailing my girlfriends um, like near tears crying, you know, about a situation that had occurred at when when Corinne was younger, my daughter, um, in school. And, you know, that support was there. It was always there for my girlfriends. But not everybody has that. They don't always have the family backing, you know. So for a Heart of Louise, I would love um, to let that organization shine so that way someone else can come and find us and then we all group together and become a unit. Because it's not just for me and my daughter to keep that information in-house. We also learn because we don't know everything um, and we're learning every day and the outside teaches us as well. So I'm really praying and that is my goal for this organization is that we, one, shine a light. Um, I then also make a way for my daughter to be employed in some manner um, versus her going out into a world that is not so welcoming, but also shine a light for the world to see that these individuals are here. There is nothing um, to be ashamed about. This is something that we can learn from them as well, as well as them teaching or them learning from us. So that's what I hope to do with that organization. And I just really, really want to um, magnify that in every way I can. So it sounds like you didn't choose the cause, the cause chose you. That's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it when it works that way. Lou, I want to talk about you. Um, the, the, the More now than ever, as people are dealing with mental health challenges and so much coming at our youth, like I can't even imagine the pressures that they endure and have to deal with as they're dealing with a whole cyber world of yeah. madness and mayhem and imagery about their body image and so many things. So Lou, I want to talk about um, this platform and, 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 and a cause that you are facilitating for, for young people. Yes. Yes. YBC, um, it was birthed out of obedience. Um, but I've been dealing with the youth, especially the young girls over, over 15 years now. Um, so I just have a burning heart for the youth. Um, I love talking to them. I love being with them. They keep me youthful. Um, so when COVID-19 hit, it was out of obedience. I was stuck between, okay, what I'm going to do, God, with two different type of businesses. Because by trade, I'm an assistant controller. I work in finance. So I do finances for a living. And I had that. And then I was like, but I want to get back into the ministry. And like most people, when I exercise and just be one, with my own thoughts, God talks to me. And he was like, oh, I need you to go live. And I was like, go live where? And he was like, um, on the computer, on the, you know. And I'm like, that's not what I do. Because like Erica and Georgette, 
they in front of the camera. I'm not. I like to be in the background. I hold the camera. I'll do all that for you. But I don't want to be up here talking. I don't want to talk about nothing. You know, I that, that just wasn't me. Um, but I did it. I have children of my own. I started with them. I interviewed them. And then it went on from there. And what I was finding is most of the youth that was interviewing, they all had businesses. I mean, they made me look like, wait a minute, why? I'm, I'm at the time, 49, and you don't have nothing. And these little kids, I mean, they're making stuff. They, they got their own businesses making money. And I was like, wow. So it turned in from that. And then I started interviewing um, other company, nonprofits that deal with the youth. Um, so it just became a connection. So, and I just think God has more for my platform um, going forward. Um, I just need to stay focused and keep it moving. Um, but yes, my passion is youth. Um, anybody that likes to come on, I'll make sure you have my information um, for my platform and how to reach me. But yeah, I love the youth. I love them. They'll tell you the truth. I love talking to them because they'll be honest. They'll tell you things that you don't want to hear. They'll end up telling you anyway. And I can rock with that because they're themselves. they authentic. authentic. I was young myself, so it's just, yeah, I love them. I love them. Amazing. Justina, I want to talk about your creativity and how that, that weaves into you being mom and creator of this amazing logo that I believe that uh, Georgette has on her shirt. Amazing. And that I see on your social media. So I do want to talk about your creativity because I think that in of itself is a cause, you sharing that creativity with the world and the way that you make things happen for this group. So I want to talk about that. Yeah, so I mean, I've been creating for a long time. I mean, probably since like the second grade, I've been drawing and sewing and then it just kind of morphed. You know, it is, I don't know, a branch with many trees. And I'm one of those people like I like to see things and I, when I see it, I'm like, oh, I think I can do it. And then I go and I do it. You know, I just have not really got, like I said, it's just not quite the time for me to do it to the extent in which my lovely ladies here are doing it but you know i still have it in the background i try so many things my god and so whenever i can use it to help somebody i do you know if you need something you know you ask me for it i'm there like well what you charge i'm like no i just i do it because i love it it's a gift that god gave me and so that's my way of giving back and i just thoroughly enjoy it and I love the inspiration behind Justina. I heard, I, I heard between the lines, the the I'm not afraid to try it. I'll try no. anything, and I'm I'm gonna go for it. And I know that's an inspiration to people in and of itself. Georgette, I want to talk about the power of prayer, honey, because I had a praying mama that woke me up at five o'clock every morning praying in tongues. You hear me? So I understand, know, and live the power of prayer. So I do want to talk about that because I think that's important for us. Um, as we talk about as we talk about these challenges that we face and women face because we we face a lot um, children that may have um, um, abilities in different areas and uh, teen children that have challenges that they're dealing with and all of these things and how it comes together in the culmination to make us powerful impactful women we have to have that line of communication so I want to talk about your prayer tours. Um, and the ways in which you're sharing that as a means to stay strong. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as I said in the intro, I mean, prayer has been at the premise of everything. I mean, everything that I have done in my life. Um, And it's just, you know, God, during the pandemic, well, right before the pandemic, um, I had an event at my house with all of the the ladies who had helped me um, that year before, just supporting me and and I actually had just left my job in December of 2019, thinking that I was going to be doing something else. And God took my voice and I was laying in the bed, which is very unusual for me because I'm always on the go. And prayer tours was birthed out of that. And I had no, I'm like, what in the world is this, God? Like, you know, even though prayer has been there and, and something that I always, always have relied on, something that I always did, I had no idea what that meant, prayer tours. And just listening to God and being obedient, like Luana said, but once again, writing down in my journal and it just started manifesting into something bigger, something that literally that God was like, okay, we're going to have to take this and people need this. And it's like, you know, if we can get her, then we will get him. And so prayer tours just started birthing. I just started doing, I was supposed to do a three city tour, but the pandemic hit and we didn't do that. And so of course, what we have to do pivot. So I started doing prayer tours virtually online on Friday nights, just bringing people together and and praying for the world, praying for, like you said, situations, things that we're dealing with, because there is power in prayer. I mean, we know, as it says, it changes things. When you were talking, I just heard that song. I had a praying grandmother. I mean, like, mama and grandmama. (laughs) Once again, just an extension of, you know, a tribe called Queens as well, just bringing women together and empowering them through prayer and reminding them that, you know, that that communication is so important with God and like just to let prayer lead us in everything that we do. And what I like to focus on too, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in your walk, you know, that's something that I I stress all the time because some people don't even, they're like, I don't know how to pray or, 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 you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to pray. And we have to understand that the God that we serve, listen, he accepts you right where you are. And so Prayer is just a line of communication. And I like to, you know, how I give it is a little different. It's a little funky, you know, with some music behind it and all of those things. But just to make people feel comfortable and to know that their voice matters, that their prayer matters, that it is being heard. And so just started doing events and just having women coming together. My motto on that is 1 Thessalonians 517, you know, pray without ceasing and also built on Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. I mean, I say that all the time, just to be in the full armor. Like we have to be armed up each and every day, knowing that we are armed and dangerous, like through our words and through what we speak and through what we pray. And so is I just, I, I mean, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, um, and I pray every day on Facebook, um, at 11 a.m. So you can jump on in Monday through Saturday. I'm there praying. And on Sunday, I do an early sunrise prayer. And so, yeah. So I'm just super excited that God gave me this platform. I have no idea what else he has in store, but I'm, I'm ready. Look, I'm armed. I'm dangerous. And, <laughs> and I'm ready. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I feel like as women also, we do have to have these that we do have to have these tools and these weapons for us in our toolkit 
prayer is primary for me, one of the one of the primary for me. But do you all how how what does self-care look like for you ladies? Each of you, how what does self-care look like? <laughs> we are some travelers. <laughs> yes, my passport every time. You hear me? I love it. We are tra listen. Um, we should be on first name basis with every last uh flight attendant. <laughs> that is one thing that we have for all, you know, each one of us. Um, when we have the opportunity to get away and we get away with each other. That's great. So, and our families join when they can, but the self-care is us. <laughs> we don't at home, okay? Yes. Yeah, so, also just to add to that as well, you know, I think as we as you grow and as you mature, um, as Erica said with that traveling, like you got to know who you are as well, you know? And so I think that is so important and we continue to evolve as women, as people. And so, you know, that self-care is going to look different. Like my self-care now looks different from what it looked like, you know, yes. five years ago, even last year, like, you know, just the, from the beginning of this year to right now, like I have evolved so much as a person and in that travel, we travel together but we're also not afraid to to travel by ourselves. And I think that that is so important because for you to know who you are and really because a lot of people, they don't even know what they like anymore. Mm -hmm. you know? As women, we become wives and, and mothers and, and all of this. And we put people before our ourselves. And so it's like, what do I even like to do for self-care? And so I stress, you know, go away by yourself sometime and just sit by yourself and really figure out what your self-care looks like for you. Right. That's great. That's great. Great feedback. Lou, other than traveling the world with your girls? Uh, I would say work out. I yes. like working out. That's good. Working out for me. Just getting, just walking. If I walk by myself, you know, just put me in the mood or just, I have a lounge chair in my room. <laughs> Did I say the devil? Cause I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just sitting in my room and just, yeah, just zoning out. That's good. Just by myself. But I love to travel. That's good. I haven't gotten to the point yet, right, where I'm taking flight by myself. Okay. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm a little scary. I'm, I'm glad you solo travel. I highly I'm recommend scared. I'm a scary one in the group. You're the scary, scary one? one? Yeah, I'm the scary one. Okay, okay. <laughs> so okay. I don't know. You know, I didn't get that daring yet. I'm going to Jamaica by myself and just chill. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Not <laughs> you know. quite there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I need somebody, you know, some, somebody to talk to <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm the scary that's, one in the group. That's Thank hilarious. I, mean, I love going out to dinner. I'm going to get my feet done, my nails done. Um, just just little just little things. Sometimes I even like sitting in my car. Mm -hmm. Hey, and that just, car. Just listening to my music before I come in. Yep. Just to, you know, just to zone out a little bit. I'm sometimes I fall asleep a little bit. Just then I wake up. You know, my kids. You come in the house. Yeah, I'm coming. You know, but <laughs> any little kids. I think I think I do self care too much. But I'm just saying. You know, self-care is not selfish. We're not going to go with it. <laughs> Justina? 
What's your self-care? Yeah, I, I mean, same thing, you know, definitely traveling, going out to eat and just having some alone time and not just knowing who you are, but being comfortable with who you are. Because sometimes you're just not comfortable with who you are. So once you know who you are and you're okay with it and you're not playing the whole comparison game, it just is what it is. And so mm -hmm. that self-care, like, like everybody says, is different for everybody. But, you know, we, we also go to the spa. You got to get a good massage. Just gotcha. let somebody rub you down, make yes. you feel good, loosen up all them tight muscles and everything. You know, and saying, you know, going to get your nails done, your feet done, you know, just whatever makes you feel beautiful inside, whatever gives you peace of mind, even if it's just 10, 15 minutes of just meditation and peace and quiet, you know, just reflecting on whatever is past, present or future. You just do what makes you feel good and just kind of brings you to an even spot so that you're ready to go forward with, you know, hit the ground running with whatever the day is going to bring for you. I like that. I like the diversity of it, right? Because sometimes people feel like self-care is I have to spend a ton of money to do it, right? You don't, and you don't. You and don't. That's I mean, even if you go to the mall, like, you know, you have the little, the Chinese people have the little massage things, 30 <laughs> minutes for 20, yeah. 20 minutes for $30. I, I know, George, that's like, no, but I'm just saying, if that's what your budget has, then that's what you do. But, you know, you don't have to go out and spend a lot of money, but you still should take time to do a little something for yourself. That's good. That's good. Georgette, are you the bougie one? I, no, I just said no because, well, yeah, a little bit. I said, I said no because there's a funny story behind that, and I don't know how much time we got. We got time for a funny story, okay? Justina, no, Justina set me up. So we in the mall one day, right? Shopping. I don't even know what we, we probably was doing an event or something. And she's like, oh, come on, let's go over here and get this massage. And I love, mas when I say I love massages, I love massages, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm thinking it's going, man, listen, the man was standing on a sister back, okay? When I got up off that table, I was hurting, okay? I was, I mean, he cracked and, 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 and moved and maneuvered stuff, baby. I got, got off that thing, I said, masseuse. I said, Justina, don't you not never, ever, <laughs> not never, not never again. When I see them people, girl, I run. I be, she be like, come on. I be like, no. Not the middle of the massage, uh, uh, middle of the ball assault. That's what happened to you. You got assaulted. <laughs> I did. I got assaulted in the mall. This little man was standing. And he you was paid for it. And you paid for it. On my you back. had a kiosk killer. <laughs> that, okay. is oh, that is hilarious that is hilarious that is hilarious i love it um i i, I just uh you know I, i'm honored to talk to you all because i feel like um you know we have i always say this that there's a lesson to be learned from every person we encounter right whether they whether they teach us what not to do, what to do, how to live, how not to live. I think there's a lesson to be learned from every person. Um, I do want to, I, I want to talk about um, some of the specific events that you've done together. What What are the, the events, charity events and types of things that you've done together as a unit? So, well, our most, our most famous, famous event, and we did this, I think it was like, three or four times queen. So our famous event is the resex sex, resex session 
Once again, something that just came to my mind, I shared it with the ladies, the Resex Session, Rebooting Your Mind on Love, Sex, and Intimacy. I'm everything love. I love everything love. I love everything sex. I mean, come on. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. And so <laughs> just the topics, you know, we, 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 I like to find things that people don't want to talk about, you know, and I think that we need to put a voice behind so many issues that we try to hide under the rug. And, you know, we, we are all spiritual here and, but at the same time, we have to talk about these things, you know, and I think that that was one of our most amazing, you know, we did it a couple times and it was just the women because, I mean, that's what we focused on women. But we started getting feedback like the men were like, OK, well, what about us? Like, I mean, we hello, we're part of this, too. And so we listened and we were like, you know what, this is that that's awesome. And so we did it again and we had a panel, a mixed panel. Um, with the men and the women, and it went amazing. Like, it was so, so good. I mean, and for us to have that platform, and people literally, like, felt comfortable, and they were opening up, and and we had a sex therapist that could, she's the bomb, Dr. Dr. O, and she's young, too, as well. So it was good because we had a mixed um, age group. We had a young sex therapist who was a millennial. And so it was just an awesome, awesome, awesome time. Awesome event. So that's what, huh? We had the pastors. And we had the pastors. Yes. We, and we, I'm telling you, we had, <laughs> we had all walks on this platform. And so that was amazing. Like I said, in our first event was get your life. That was also an amazing event. Lou can speak to, um, we did a, an event on suicide. That was Luana's um, mission. And so she can talk to you about that. That one was a really an amazing event as well. And so, but go ahead, Lou, if you want to talk about the suicide, because I think that was like, it, it was it's something worth mentioning as well. Yes. Yeah, so um, my girlfriend in New Jersey, I'm from New Jersey. Her um, Weird in the accent. <laughs> her niece, um, took her life and mm. she was only 10 years old. Um, so God put in my heart to talk about it. Um, and I was kind of nervous. So I put it off for a couple of years because I was like, mm, yeah, mm, no. Um, and then a tropical Queens, we was talking. It was like, no, Lou, you should do it. You should do it. Let's do it. And we ended up doing it. And when I said it was powerful, mm. um, things that came out of it, we had a great um, young minister, um, Pastor Corey, um, he was just open, transparent with everything he went through, um, and his testimony and the kids just opened up and they loved it. And it was just very educational. Um, we did get some pushback on a lot of parents because a lot of parents did not want their kids talking about it. They didn't want them in the space where they had to talk about it, which was okay. Um, but then we had other parents that was like, oh, no, cool. Yeah, my kids can come. So mm -hmm. it was just amazing. It was a great day. Um, it was an emotional day. Mm -hmm. but it was very needed. It was very needed because with everyone, everybody knows someone that has a family member or a friend, family member that a kid took their life. Wow. And not to know why and what's going on with the bullying. It was just heartfelt. Mm -hmm. So it was just on my heart. To do just, it and we 
that's good work. That's good work. That's necessary work. And 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 one of the things that you mentioned uh, specifically, both you, Georgia, and you, Justina, was getting to know yourself and being comfortable with yourself. And it sounds like all of the events that you guys are part of and promoting and uh, curating are events geared toward people really getting to a place where they know themselves, whether it's the resex or it's the, you know, dealing with suicide and some of the issues that come along with that. I love that you all are living out the mission that that you have, that it's a part of your everyday life and helping other people to do that and cope with uh, life as they live it. So that's that's good work. I, I love all of it. So what's let coming me, up? Let me, let me, because I don't want people Ooh. to look at us and be like, they got it. Well, I can speak for me. She got it all together. Did it. Let me tell you, this burden comes with sacrifice and suffering. Because mm-hmm. it was me time. I wanted to quit. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go live. I don't want to talk to nobody. I just don't want to do it. I mm-hmm. can't. Do it. I don't know how to work this social media. This Because so, for a minute, I believe social media was a devil for me. I mean, it, it had me crying. And no, God, you said you're going to be obedient, so you got to do it. Mm-hmm. So whatever you do, you got to, it, it's sacrifice. Yeah, that's good. Everybody on here, Justina, her taking care of her kids and not being able to pour into her, her dreams, it's sacrifice. So every one of us on here, we all sacrifice and we're still sacrificing. Mm-hmm. And we still have those moments where we like, I don't know, like, but when we talk to other people and they appreciate what we're doing, that's when we like, man, it's what we're doing is, is real. It's amazing. Yeah. Even though it's a sacrifice, but we're helping a lot of people, even if it's through our words, mm-hmm. even if it's through our, them just seeing us supporting each mm-hmm. other. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that, Lou. We got we got to be real with people. Like, hey, it's not all peaches and cream. Like, <laughs> just because you see the put together me on my live doesn't mean I got it together, right? So, what do you guys do when you run into that wall, that push? What what do you? How do you get over that little hump? Because we all hit that hump every now and again. What's the push? What's the motivation? I think for me, um, you know, as we said, traveling and, um, you know, just, I mean, oh my goodness, just since I left, you know, the, 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 the world of working nine to five, I mean, it's, I've shed so many tears and I mean, it's been a journey, you know, this entrepreneur stuff is not easy, you know, it's a journey. And it's not easy in these entrepreneur streets, you know, and I think that is just that when I hit that wall, I'm telling and I've hit that wall a lot over these past, I, I just realized like it's coming up, like I've been gone almost three years from my job and I'm just like, oh my God, but it's because of him. I mean, and when I want to quit, he won't let me quit. <laughs> he won't let me quit, you know, because it's just been like, Come on, God, you want me to come on, God, what? Like, I mean, I talk to God like I'm sitting here talking to on this interview right here. And so and when I think about, you know, I just had an event last weekend and when I'm in the room with the women who are um, 
just pouring their hearts out and in the room. Like I just got to chill even when I said it, when I'm in the room and when I hear what they say on, you know, I appreciate you. Like, I, I mean, you don't even know what this means to me when I get a text message or a phone call out the blue. Those are the things that keep me going. Cause trust me, it's plenty of times that I'm like, I'm done. Like, I, I, I mean, everybody on this cold, they know I didn't cold crying. I mean, the color purple face, everything like I'm done. But I know that um, I'm not done, you know, because God will not allow me to be done. And he's just so grateful. I mean, he's just so faithful, you know, and yeah, that's where I am. And, and so I just got to continue to press for it, even when I don't want to. And I mean, I don't want to a lot, and but I just can't because it's not about me. And that's what I had to realize. Like, it's not about you. Like, I, even though I want it to be about me, it's not about me. And he reminds me and he corrects me. So he's so gentle, you know, when he corrects me. I always say he slapped me in the mouth, but he's so gentle when he does it. And so that's what keeps me going and my prayer life. Like, I mean, and my sisters that are here on this because they won't let me stop. Like when I'm like, I'm done. They're like, no, you can't stop. And so this sisterhood is what is another thing that keeps me going. And so, yeah, that's good stuff. Erica. Yes. I was going to say the same thing. We each here, at least one of us has made a phone call to the other person. Like, look, I'm quick to fight. I have got my life, but I'm quick to fight. She from Cleveland, y'all. <laughs> and I I just so I just know that I already had like look, I know there are some people like Georgia, I'll call her when she needs to pray, but I'm I'm already with, with David with hey. the, um, rocks in my, my pouch. I'm like, look here, some come to pray, some come to slay demons. So uh uh and, no that's, and that's just you know, you got that knife out. We ready to cut. <laughs> so that's the Georgia. <laughs> she yeah, said, so she she's the Peter. You know, I have a shirt. <laughs> I have another shirt too, right? With all my friends and who they are in the Bible. And, and Erica is the Peter. Like Erica is the Peter on the she shirt. Like, no, listen. <laughs> I am now. See, okay, I have to do a disclaimer too. I am trying. Like when Peter changed, so <laughs> I am on that part. <laughs> But she's still there. Petra <laughs> <laughs> is in these streets. Yes. I just think the sisterhood, I think. And you, for me, because I also uh, left my job, but I, I'm not one. If I, I'm not one to say, I'm not going to do something. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to. There, I work and do things like there is. My I, only option is what God is going to tell me mm -hmm. to do. And that is it. I say every morning before my feet, hit the floor like in your will lord in mm -hmm. your will and that's where i want to be i want to be the faith action and effort that is where i'm at so for all of us here you know we're the that someone here is encouraging the other person no matter what calling for advice you know don't judge we don't judge but you're like you know you sound crazy right now <laughs> but girl i'm like lou now now tell me what you think she was like yeah i don't know <laughs> So, it. so, and so we could just call each other. So I think that is what, and I, I think for us, that what keeps us, that's what keeps us grounded too. That's, so, amazing. that's yeah. amazing. I love it. I love the sisterhood. I love what you all have, what you've built and what you're continuing to build on. 
um, amazing foundation in friendship and being able to call on each other and pray with each other and push each other um, to your next. And I love it. So any parting words from the tribe called Queens? Because we about to wrap this thing up. I've enjoyed talking to y'all. Any parting words for the ladies out there, for the gentlemen, for the people of the world? I just say stay true to yourself. That's good. Find your, find your tribe um, and just stay true to who you are. Put God first in everything you do. Um, yeah, be the best person you can be. Show up for yourself. That's good. Sometimes I don't always show up for myself, but then I got them over there talking about, look, what you waiting for? Everybody, you know, they always sending me some, sending me some shoe, you know, because I want to be, you know, I am going to be a shoe designer. I love it. Speaking it of that, yet, but there's some I have shoes. a problem. Lou, come on, come on, Lou. See this shoe? Come on, Lou. So it's just be who you are. Yes. They know I, they know I am who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm like the turtle that's moving. I'm like the turtle that's moving. I'm coming. Uh -huh. I'm coming. You know, just I'm coming. You know, but yeah, just just be true to who you are and just get some good friends that's not afraid to tell you you messing up. Don't do that. Cause you know if you do that, right? You know, I don't always listen to them though. But then you know what? Then God always comes somewhere, some yes, always says something. And I'd be like, okay, you know, so it, it, it's good. We we balance each other out. Justina's quiet, but she powerful. That's good. That's and she good. keeps that word in your life. I'm telling you, she powerful. She That's quiet, good. but she powerful. You know, so when I get a text from her, I'd be like, oh snap, what did I do? What did God tell you? <laughs> <laughs> Any more party <laughs> words from the queens? I just, I mean, I, of course I can't leave without saying, you know, we are our sister's keeper. And I think, you know, Luana just touched on that and that's our motto. And I mean, and we just stand by that, you know, and we have to um, lift each other up. And and I, I just really quickly too, just want to go back to what you touched on about the the myth that we can't get along because I just had a, conver a long conversation with a very good friend of mine who was dealing with something and... I had I reminded her of our motto, like this other she's still another queen. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes we gotta come, and it's not easy now. I'm not. It's not easy, but we have to step out of our egos and and all of the things because what someone is saying about you, if you know it's not true, it's not true. And so we have to look past that. She's still your sister, you know, and Lou reminded us of that not too long ago. And so it kind of really just changed my perspective. And this is another woman. This is a queen. This is our mission. We are our sister's keeper. And so it's not easy, but we have to continue to encourage and uplift each other and get that sister past whatever it is that she's dealing with. Not saying that, you know, and sometimes you can't do that. But as long as you know that you've done all that you can do to be your sister's keeper, then you can sleep at night. I can sleep at night. We can sleep at night. And so I just want to leave people with that and find your tribe. I say that all the time, too. Your tribe might not be a tribe called Queens, but find your tribe. Rock with that tribe. Make sure that they are your sister's keeper as well and that they are every like everything that we said, correcting you, encouraging you, uplifting you, all of those things with love being at the center of all of it. Love it. Love it. Love it. 
Thank y'all so much. Jacina, you got any parting words for us? No, I think they pretty much said it all. You know, like she said, find your tribe, find people that are like-minded, you know what I'm saying? And people that are going to strengthen you and help to grow you and not keep you stagnant. Because a lot of times people don't realize that sometimes friends are for a season. So you have to learn what season you're in so that you know what friends to, you know, keep with you and what friends to kind of push to the side. And then know that you don't have to necessarily talk to them every single day, be with them every single moment. It should just organically come back together whenever you all come together, whether you're apart for a day, a week, a month, a year. But when you get back together, it's all good. Like you've never been gone apart. So yeah, just find your, find, find your tribe because it's so very important to have that support. And it's also good to know that you're not alone in what you're going through because a lot of times you go through things and you're thinking, dang, I'm the only one going through this. And then you talk to somebody else and they're like, no, I've been through the same thing. And let me show you how I got through it. Because as Georgia said earlier, what you go through is not for yourself. You want it to be about you, but it really isn't. It's for that next person and the next person and the next person. So you just got to go out and, you know, everybody reach one, teach one, that old saying, that type of deal. Love it. Love it. Thank y'all, ladies. Will y'all hang out in the lobby before y'all leave me? Don't leave me. I'm going to take y'all off. But um, I'm so glad to have met these beautiful souls that, that came on the podcast today. And I want you all to go check them out. I want you to follow them. I want you to be a part of their life's mission to impact women all over the world. So, uh, man, 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 I wish I could keep talking to them because I'm just having a good time. I'm having a wonderful time talking to them. But um, we want you to, again, share this, share this amazing conversation, um, share it with your girlfriends and, 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 and be a part of um, the discussion about what we can do to impact each other's life and make it better. I always say every time on this podcast, if you are living for yourself, you are not living at all. Until next time, y'all. Come on, ladies, let's join in. Join in my life, faith